So you guys already know I'm going to say something about this particular intro beat. I'll just let you fill in the blanks, but you know it's good. Yep. Greetings, I'm your host, Gabriel N. Elizondo, here on Narratives, and this is a prose episode. Simple, straightforward thoughts. I'm sure at some point in time, dear listener, in your life, you thought to yourself sitting in traffic during rush hour, why do I do this to myself? Maybe for a split second before you took out a loan, bought a new skirt with a credit card, or spent the last 20 bucks you had in your wallet on Starbucks, you paused and thought, why do I want any of this stuff? What am I doing with my life? Why do I want? This episode, we're going to explore something a little bit conceptual. We're going to go a little bit big here, so stay with me. It's another Zen koan about a thief, a monk, and realizing just how much we own at the end of things. Enjoy. There once was a monk who lived alone on a remote hill beyond any of the known villages. He lived in simplicity and cared for all things he made with the same respect and intention as the care he gave to himself. His broom was crafted by his own hands, along with the stone floor of his little shack, the tin roof above him, and the beautifully built, remarkably tall wooden fence that kept the mountain winds at bay. One night, a thief appeared upon the monk's remote hill. The thief had spotted an opportunity to take whatever the monk happened to have inside his humble dwelling. The thief waited for the sun to set, and when the darkness of night settled in, he made his way to the fence. The thief climbed the fence with ease, but upon descending the other side of the fence found the monk waiting to receive his feet with upturned palms. The thief was startled and looked down at the quiet monk who offered his open hands to the intruder. Let me help you. It's a long drop from the top of my fence and you could hurt yourself. The monk motioned with his hands. Please, don't hurt yourself. Confused, the thief descended upon the monk's open hands with muddy sandals. The monk helped him down and stepped back with a smile. You must be searching for all kinds of riches. The monk sighed, but I do apologize for your efforts. There are only simple things here for you, he shrugged. But you can take them anyway. Here, please. The monk began to hand the thief his broom, his dustpan, his sack of vegetables, and simple clay pots. Each of the items had taken years to craft. The thief stared in confusion before he said, I don't want them. Too simple asked the monk. No, no, I... I no longer want them anymore. You're not stealing, replied the monk. I want you to have them. They are gifts now. The thief resisted. How can they be gifts when I came to take them? And yet you won't have them, the monk shrugged. Why? Because, he looked at the monk's muddy hands that he had stepped on, 
than at the simple things in the dwelling. He looked at his own hands, outstretched and empty. These things are not mine, he said. Nor are they mine, the monk smiled. So take them if you will, or leave them. But know that they will never belong to you or me. Nothing does. The thief stood and confessed to the monk in the dark. I've stolen so much of my life that doesn't belong to me. Then spend the other half of your life giving back, replied the monk. And you will no longer feel the need to steal. Or want. And then, you are free. None of what we believe is ours truly is. To think that we are the ones that own our lives seems to be a bit silly at this point, isn't it? Though we move through our days invested in the ideals of conquering the world, acquiring our wealth, even owning our future, the reality of it all is simple. You do not own a thing. You do not own your future. You do not own your past. You do not own your car, even though you paid it off last year. Nor do you own your emotions or the very nature of yourself. You do not own anything. It may be a bit scary to surmise this particular truth, so give yourself some time to process it, but when you're done, you'll realize it's true. This life of yours is part of everything else in this massive, unfathomably large place we call existence. And not to sound terse, but your life is just like anything else around you. The phone that you're listening to this podcast with, the steering wheel you grip, or the pair of shoes on your feet. Mind you, if you are wearing shoes, be thankful for them. Not that many of your fellow human beings have a pair to call their own. The leftovers from last week, same as you. The fractured cement block you park in front of every day when you go to work, same as you. Step back and think bigger now. The massive forests that cover the earth. The ocean that rages in the middle of the night. The stars that once shone so brightly in the depths of space, their light catches our eyes now. The sun, the moon, the air, the rain, the passionate young lovers that keep you up at night across the wall are you. We can't own anything because we are everything. You are the very essence of this existence and thus you cannot own yourself more than you can own the stars themselves. Now, let's go bigger. You are even beyond existence itself. We are part of something so great, so massive, so absolutely all-encompassing that we as individuals, as in you, dear listener or reader, are beyond the comprehensive levels of existence alone. That's right. You are beyond existing alone. Because as far as the nature of reality is concerned, you are forever and always a part of all things that have ever existed or will exist and eventually end and then start over again. Thus, you as an individual being, a separate life, cannot exist alone. You are part of something much greater. Okay, reality check. Are you still with me? Fine. I'll say it in a different way then. We cannot own a life that does not belong to us, as all things are complete unto themselves, including you, you beautiful universe. <laughs>
When we find ourselves in wanting, envious of others, wishing for control of our lives, our careers, our emotions, remember, even if you owned these things, even if you owned the world itself, it would never belong to you. When we realize we cannot own anything, the desire to want them vanishes. And then we're free. that's it. It's just that simple. Not Mine to Give was written and performed by Gabriel N. Elizondo. Intro music is Fact Checkers by Zavi Roussan. Thank you, Zavi. Narratives with Gabriel N. Elizondo is a Crown and Coil production. All written content and performances are exclusive properties of Crown and Coil Productions. For additional content and to connect, please visit www.gabrielinelizondo.com or click the link in the show notes. If you liked what you heard, please leave a rating and review. It really does help. And thank you for being a part of our story. <laughs> <laughs>